Welcome to the TJI Preaching and Ministry Podcast, your source for all things preaching and ministry from the Jenkins Institute. This is your host, Jonathan Sanford, and now your friend, Jeff and Dale Jenkins. Good afternoon or morning or night or wherever you are. I want to welcome you to the Jenkins Institute podcast on preaching and ministry. I'm Jeff Jenkins, and I'm joined by my brother, Dale, today. How are you doing today, Dale? I'm doing wonderful today. It's a stormy-looking day in Middle Tennessee, but doing well. How, about, how are you doing? Well, we're doing great. It's a beautiful day in Dallas, Texas today. The uh, weather's nice and sun's shining. It's just a great day. All right, Jeff. Well, this is uh, the uh, the periodical, uh, uh, periodic, not periodical, it'd be a magazine, periodic yes. podcast. How about that? Okay. Well, we'll do one when we do one. I this think that's our kind of our new. Yeah, this is two weeks in a row, so. Yeah, it's actually like four days uh, apart from each other, so it's really not even a week, so. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're, we're on a roll. How long do you think that'll last? Well, I was just going to say, don't be expecting anything by Saturday, folks. <laughs> All right. Okay, Jeff, uh, we wanted to do another help desk because we got uh, we got a really good question. I don't know what that sound is. I'm getting a lot of background sound. Is that on your end or mine? I don't know. I don't hear okay. anything. Well, it went away know. now. Okay. All right. So, uh, we got a we got a, a question that we thought it was good enough, as if we value as if we evaluate questions good enough or not. But it was one that we thought uh, we've heard enough and dealt with enough that we should deal do some time with it. We are honored and appreciate the opportunity the last several years at Freedom University lectureships to do what they call preacher therapy sessions, and they've been very enjoyable. And Jeff, we always make a big deal out of the time of how important it is that preachers spend time with other preachers, don't we? That's exactly right, and uh, we, we well. There's a lot of background noise. We we believe that uh, nobody understands preachers like other preachers do, and and uh, we want to encourage preachers to spend as much time as they can with other preachers, especially preachers who can encourage you. There's some people that you don't want to be around because all they do is discourage and gripe and complain. But if you can find people who encourage you, that's that's what we suggest. Yeah, and of course, inevitably, Jeff, when we do that, somebody will come up to us and afterward and say, you know, I really like that, appreciate it. You know, I'm I'm isolated. I'm in, you know, I'm in Nevada or I'm over in, you know, somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and I don't have any friends, any preacher friends, or hundreds of miles away, and you know, I uh, just can't do it because of that. And I wish I had what y'all have because y'all are in a place where it's easy. And so it's just hard for me, so I can't do it, and I need it, but I just can't do it. And so I thought we would take some time, because of a lengthy question that we got, to talk about that a little bit. So let me kind of walk us through the question so that uh, so that our listeners can know. Of course, first of all, the individual who sent it in gave us permission to use this. But uh, he had read our 4-Hour Monday this past week, and he said uh, uh, how the question, ultimate question is, how does one not become weary and well-doing when you're the only guy? And he said, you know, what about people like missionaries and, you know, uh, places where I'm very isolated. My wife and I, are, he says, are, are just about worn out. We're exhausted because we have people coming to us 
were needing counseling and searching for truth and trying to have Bible studies with them, they have marital problems and all sorts of issues. They're young Christians, and uh, we don't have anybody to lean on here. Uh, and, and, you know, there are other men in the church, but they don't lead, uh, and they don't understand ministry, and, uh, you know, they're scared of anything public. And we have a lot of young people, but, uh, you know, the parents aren't plugged in or they're in church and there aren't any ministers for many hours in any direction. And he said, there's a preacher meeting a few hours away from me, but they, they're pretty far out there and, and I don't, I'm not interested in getting together with them. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, he said, I, I propose changes to them. They don't want to change it. So I, I just, I don't have any time for my family or for myself. I can't get away. So it's been two and a half years since I went on a, a real vacation. All our free time spent with struggling people wanting to have Bible studies in our home. And then the school year says, wife's going out of town for a while, but I, I can't leave for that reason. And he said, you know, in a, a church that uh, is really, really young and I'm taxed to the limit, our church is growing and uh, we're really struggling because while we're growing, it's, it's just wearing us out. Uh, he said, I'm full-time youth minister, full-time preacher, full-time secretary, and what do I do? So that was a lengthy question, Jeff. Go ahead, I'll let you answer it. Well, it was a lengthy question, and um, I appreciate the heart of the person who wrote this question, Dale, because it does uh, certainly, if anybody's ever been in that position, uh, they can understand exactly where this brother is coming from. And I, one, one of the things I would say is that um, much of what he said in this question could be said by many preachers around the world. Um, much of what he said. The, the, the feelings that preachers have, uh, the perspective that they have is, is real in their minds. It's real in our hearts. It's what we deal with. And so many of us could express many of the things that he said. Maybe the, you know, maybe the big um, a difference would be if he's in an isolated place and there's, there's not other preachers around or other people around. But I, I would even say there, there, there are a lot of preachers around the world who are, who are in that very, very same situation. Uh, even the large church with several ministers on staff, oftentimes the preacher feels very isolated. And so that feeling of isolation is very real. And uh, that feeling of exhaustion, um, you know, I'm just worked to the limit, is something that I think a lot of us deal with a whole lot. But Jeff, let's give some steps that can help him and our other guys experiencing the same thing. And Jeff, the first thing I said, and I'll take a few minutes with this, was to disconnect. Um, you know, you, you, whether you like that or not, you have to force yourself to make time to resharpen yourself. You have to have, you've got to have some time apart. You've got to have some time where you disconnect. And, uh, you know, I, I tell him, have a heart-to-heart -heart meeting with the, with the whole church. You don't have men in the church to lead. Have a heart-to-heart -heart meeting with the whole church. And thank them for letting them be a part, letting you be a part of their lives and assure them that you want to continue to be a part of their life. But then share the story of Moses with them about uh, how he was taxed the limit because everybody was coming to him all the time. And that if you're going to continue to minister to them, you've got to have some time away, a week, a, a day every week, a weekend every quarter. You've got to have some time where you disconnect, and that is not optional. Even Jesus did that with his disciples, didn't he? That's exactly right. So you have to find some time where you, you don't feel pressured. But again, if uh, you know, most preachers understand this, this kind of feeling where you feel like that uh, you have all of this responsibility and you can't get away from it. 
but uh, it's vitally important that we do figure out some way from time to time to do that. I, I would say, uh, in addition to this uh, thought of disconnecting, especially if you're in an isolated place where you feel like there's not other preachers around or other leaders or people that you want to spend some time with, um, you got to figure out a way to connect. So uh, you can do it. Uh, Dale, we had, there was a time here that we had a, I had a group of 10 preachers and we would get every week on the internet and we did it through, um, we did it through a Google Hangout and there would be 10 of us and we would talk uh, every week. And some of those preachers were in, in very isolated places where they were all alone. And so you can find other people who are in the same situation you're in and not only people who are in the same situation you're in, but other people who are in different situations and and so you can uh, you can get together through that way and, and even sometimes we would do uh, group meetings where we could see each other face to face on the computer and and so uh, once you you disconnect enough to get yourself in the right frame of mind then you, if you want if you want interaction you've got to figure out a way to connect if you can't do it face to face in a in a you know in a restaurant because people are too far apart we're blessed in an age where you can get together with other people. Jeff, I concur with that totally. And, uh, you know, I would say, first of all, even if those guys are a couple of hours away, uh, you know, uh, you may, it may be difficult to get together with them. If I was two hours from the nearest preacher, I think about once a month, I'd drive an hour and ask him to drive an hour so that we could meet for lunch. But even if, if that doesn't happen, you're absolutely right, Jeff, that you can have a virtual, a virtual preacher's luncheon, you know, where you both get your lunch and sit down. You just, you know, you have, you have 10 guys, as you said, in the chat room or in a, a, a Google Hangout room or use this program. We use Zoom uh, and just uh, have guys you can connect with. Even, you know, you can be hundreds and hundreds of miles apart. You can be on different continents and do this and uh, take advantage of, the support you can get from other people and other preachers, see their face and talk to them. I think that's a, a great advice, Jeff. Um, I would say, Jeff, a, a third thing here, and uh, he talked about how taxing this is on he and his family because they don't have any leadership in the church and everything. And I remember my first Sunday at Spring Meadows, you know, we're this little bitty church and just a handful of men. And I just said, you know, we, we can't afford more staff in this church and uh, be nice. We get hire a bunch of people. We can't. Uh, so I'm asking you all to be involvement ministers in this church and just challenge the church to step up to the plate and talk to them about how, you know, you're not going to be able to, to, to be all you need to be, all you want to be. You may never be able to think of yourself as a minister, but you can minister to people. So find your place and, and get busy and get connected and involved. And just really challenge them to be more than they are right now. Um, we, we, one time we had about 500 in attendance, and I was the only full-time preacher on staff. And, you know, I had a volunteer secretary. And, you know, just that's about all we had. And it would have been nice, you know, to have several staff members. And we're blessed now that we have a few. But, but when you don't have that, you have to challenge the church. All right, church, you are all ministers. Now, we need you to be involved in this work, and here's what we need you to do, and, and outline for them some of the specific things and help them find their role. Now, that's a great suggestion. Uh, I was looking back through the question here, and he mentioned that uh, 
there are just not any men who want to be, take, take roles of leadership. I think you mentioned and there are really no other men here, or there are other men here, but they don't want to do anything outside of maybe leading a prayer. Uh, they're afraid to do anything in public. I have a good friend here in, in the uh, DFW area who, who uh, was preaching for a church. He's been there for, for a number of years now, and he felt the same way this question uh, is posed, where he didn't feel like he had any men who were in positions of leadership. There weren't any men who would, who would step up to the plate. And he just made up his mind. He was going to train them himself. And he started out by having classes uh, in his home. And he handpicked a few men uh, and invited them to come to his home and spent six months uh, helping them learn how to uh, speak in public and, and uh, uh, learn to be leaders. And over the course of about 10 years, there were over 100 men who went through those classes. Some of those men left, and now they're serving as elders in other congregations and uh, deacons in other congregations. Some of them are preaching the gospel now. And so if this brother could have the, the, uh, you know, the, the courage or whatever you want to call it that it would take, you start where those people are, and you bring them along. And over the course of time, you can do a tremendous work for that church. Jeff, I spoke Monday night a week ago to a group of uh, 13 men at a local uh, little restaurant uh, north of here. And uh, the preacher is a young man. And he just said, we don't have any elders. These men don't have any leadership ability. He said, so once a month, I've started on the first Monday of each month having a men's meeting. And we focus every month. We give them all notebooks and we focus every month on some aspect of leadership. And he's brought in some outside guys, and sometimes they just have discussions. But, you know, that, that concept's a really good one, Jeff. All right. Uh, I would also, Jeff, suggest to the guy, and, and, and this, you know, he may, not, may be adverse to this, but I'd suggest to him that he find a counselor. Uh, hopefully he can find one that, uh, that uh, will be a, a positive influence. Uh, hopefully he can find a brother that he can go to uh, that will help him. But regardless, uh, we need we all need somewhere that we can unload uh, what we're carrying with us in a safe environment with someone that we can trust. And so I would suggest him that he be aware that uh, that he needs maybe to find somebody who he can go to, and if it costs a little bit of money, you know, just just somebody can talk to. Well, that's exactly right, and and surely there's somebody in the area who. We feel, he may feel like he can trust, uh, uh, but you don't need to go through something like this alone. Again, if you had to, if you had to meet, uh, I've got a, another friend who's a preacher, and he meets with a counselor uh, once a month over the phone. And so uh, you don't have to sit down face to face to somebody. Find somebody you could do it over, you know, over a long distance through the phone or or some other way where you can just uh, have somebody that you can pour your heart out to and that. They'll pay attention to you. Jeff, and I would add that uh, I would caution all of us in ministry uh, to not let our, in some way, our need to be needed uh, and the endorphins that produce us when someone comes to us with a Bible question or a problem in their life pull, push us to the point of exhaustion. Uh, I'm not suggesting that's the situation here, but it's one that we all could deal with where we have this innate desire when somebody comes to us 
it helps us feel better that somebody needs us. Uh, don't let that push you to the point of exhaustion. And Jeff, I think the last thing you said was really important, and that is to remember uh, that you're not alone. You don't need to face this alone, and you're not alone. Uh, you have the Lord on your side. You have the Lord's people on your side, and you have uh, this man has a wife that supports him. Uh, you know, it, it's easy to, to to begin to feel alone. That to suck you down in, and you begin to feel more and more alone and more and more isolated. That's that's exactly right, and so. I think the point would be uh, you do whatever it takes to get to help get yourself in a position where you can do some things that will continue to help the church and and, and uh, build leadership in the church and train people to be leaders. And so uh, don't try to do it by yourself and, and, and do figure out a way to, uh, uh, to, to get the help that you need. All right, and keep reading uh, for our Monday, and uh, maybe that'll help you some. We're glad that you've been with us today, and we pray for this young man and for all these guys out there that do the Lord's work. We're thankful for them. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer about ministry or other subjects, please send those to us at tji at com. And until next time, may God's richest blessings be yours is our prayer for you.